Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Here we go. Thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Nailer Taliaferro, and live back at the Podcast Summit here, uh, and my special guest here is Chris. Chris, why don't you introduce yourself? Hello. Uh, <laughs> this is yeah, I'm Chris Horning from uh, Saline, Michigan. Uh, been in the lawn and landscape business now for, since 07, officially, as you know, having my um, business title, DBA and whatnot, started out solo and built the business up currently working, had been working with two of my oldest sons now going into this next season. It looks like just my oldest son who's been working with me for, I don't know, 10 or 12 years early on part-time his first couple of years in high school. And now he wanted to venture in and get in the lawn and landscape business with his dad. So and then my younger son joined us several years in because our mowing end of our business got too much for just two people to handle. So, but he won't be with us for the foreseeable future because he moved back to Utah with his wife, my daughter-in-law now, first child out of seven, the four being in their twenties, just got married this summer. So they moved back there. So Come this next spring, we have to make decisions on how the business goes and flows. And do we focus more just on mowing because we won't have that extra day or so because the mowing route will take a little longer unless we want to choose to possibly if we could find somebody to just mow mowing days because that's where it's most needed Mm -hmm. trying to get because that mowing's got to get done right because the other projects yard works can has flexibility right but the grass grass keeps growing growing. you can't you start pushing stuff off past the week and then especially anywhere but midwest that kentucky bluegrass in may and june when it's getting water and getting sunshine and warm weather it's yeah, it's going. Yeah, you don't so, want to get behind that for, no. at all. So, and then <laughs> customers cutting. start calling you, and yeah. they're like, um, "I see it was right. When are you going to be out?" And it's like it's over a week, and I have, yeah. or especially in the early in June is also can be a stressor because people have open houses, right? Mm. And so they're like, "We need, we really need the lawn mowed. Can we have it mowed a day early because mm. you normally come on Friday, but the tent's coming. Right? Can you do it Thursday?" 
and as much as you can, you want to, you try to be yeah. flexible, but then you're like, oh no, it's going to rain Thursday. So then you're like, you know, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a like snowball mother effect. nature. If we could, like we always say, could if we work could together in the weather, if we could have the weather machine, like, yeah. let's go. Okay. Only, or get that rain coming periodically nine at night till four in the morning. Right. And then sunshine <laughs> and sunshine mornings and yeah. it all, it all dries out. Yeah. You know, be but the perfect world for the lawn and landscaper, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Green grass and be able to mow it yeah. five days a week. Yeah. That'd be yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> so you're all the way from Michigan, right? Michigan. Yeah. Just, just in the town of Celine, it's not, but you could call it like a suburb of Ann Arbor. It's just like probably six, seven miles south of Ann Arbor. Mm. And, um, yeah, nice, a nice town. It's. It's nice because we moved, I moved there about 10 years ago and I was mainly, I was in Ypsilanti, which is just east of Ann Arbor. Um, but moving to Celine, we gained a lot more customers because there was, there was, it seemed like there wasn't a lot of companies down south of Ann Arbor. And, and also there's a lot of wealthier families that have a lot of they they live there because they work in Ann Arbor or someplace uh, Detroit metro area. They got good jobs. There's a U of M University and the hospital, so you got a lot of doctors, college professors. So they look for let's get out away from the urban area a little bit and a nice countryish, decent sized town. Right, and then you know lands a little cheaper property nice big subdivisions and yeah. So we've picked nice. up, uh, picked up over the last 10 years, you know, a good deal of business just from relocating, you know, still servicing the other areas where we're at, but right. kind of that's now our base of operation and we go North instead of that. And yeah. I didn't, I didn't have before moving, we had no customers down there because I just, it was, you know, from where I lived, it was about eight or 10 miles and it was just a little too far. You know, obviously route density is right. ideal, but yeah. sometimes what you find when you start out as a solo operator, you obviously want, don't want to go too unrealistically too much distance, but sometimes you just find it where you can because you got to ultimately, right. you got to get something, you got to get started. You got to yeah. get some money rolling in or you never get started. Right. And you're like, but then as you grow, you're like, you find where, where you want to be and then where focus you want to be. And then on the, the, the sad side of this for me, because I never want to let anybody down yeah. is like, you might've had a customer for a while and they're a good customer, but they're not a great customer. And you're like, we really can't eat up that much time. Yeah. Like just to go to you, even if it's 15, 10 minutes out of the way, it's 10 that minutes out of the way and they're, they don't offer you full service. It's not quite a big enough property. And you'd start doing the cost analysis, yeah. which you have to do. If you want yeah. to succeed, you wish you could just give everybody what they want, <laughs> right. but you can't. And so you're like, it's well, a business. Yeah. yeah, it's a business. And the end of the day, and you got to provide for yourself and your family. And as much as you want to be the ultimate nice guy, so we've we're we've had to do that a little bit, and now going into this next year, there are several outliers that we're going to have to cut because we just losing going from three to two people, we won't have a choice because you just then then you sacrifice everybody, right? And so, and then yeah. what we need to do is just work. It'll push us to do 
put in more effort to build up those areas that we already got like several people in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Now we need to get, we're losing two or three outliers. So maybe we can get three or four or five or six. Right. Because you're right there. We're right there. So we can spend more time and, you know, and one subdivision particularly is just, just in Ann Arbor, south of the university. And it's an older, you know, where a lot of people that work in the university live. So if we can build that up, like, you know, they're like mature wooded half to third acre, half acre lots, which, you know, you know, it's still like $45, $50 a mo for it. But then you get, they, they have to be landscaped because it's just the neighborhood they're in. They right. want to look good. It's a little bit of job security because it's got to get done. Otherwise they get fines. And, yes. you know, they and keep the, up with the, the Joneses. The, uh, <laughs> The neighborhood association. Yeah, the HOA you, you rules. Yeah. Yep. You can't have yeah. weeds. You can't have your brown grass. Right. You, gotta, you let it grow. You let it get too, be too tall. tall. Somebody, yep. either, either the association or the neighbors beside you are yes. going to give you the evil look when right. they're walking back and forth with their dog and their kids down the road. Yeah, absolutely. There's <laughs> pros and cons to those HOAs, but they do give us lawn maintenance yes, folks some job security. Because, because there are people that won't you know, fudge on that stuff. But there's a lot of people, if they don't have to, they won't let it go. They're like, they'll cut it once a month, you know, (laughs) hack it down. It's just like a big, it's like bending over. Like, it's like, and it's a clump city after they mow it. Cause they were so tall, so long and it's just a mess. And they just don't care. And it just turns awful, you know, but yeah, the the HOAs would never tolerate that. So that's why there's a little bit of, you know, Pros and cons to everything, but yeah. I, I have a lot of HOAs, and that's one of the many reasons, one of the bene- many benefits of that uh, for me as well. So, what did you, you? You're very wise with the things you're saying. I know you've been doing this. You said seven years now. Oh no, no, since 2007. Since 2007. So I'm for, sorry. I guess we're going into however the years the count. I guess it's the 15th year. Would it be 20, 23rd year? Wow. I mean, uh, no, uh, no, 16. I Six, jump. <laughs> Woo, I can't do math. I've been too much talking and excitement. Not yeah. enough sleep last night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so into the fifteenth year, and um, wow, that's so you so you started like way before any of the social media, like for our industry before. anyway. Like I started really started officially. I mean, I did a little in '06, but I was at that point no '06 '07. I was actually using a fifty-four inch Craftsman rider with a bagger. And just a quick story. So how I got started on this, I didn't have a trailer, but I had a blue Chevy. Astro van with the Dutch doors. So, you know, they kick out and then the top. And so what I did is I bought a lawnmower, which was all I knew at the time was what people had around you. What I grew up with a riding lawnmower, zero turn. What's that? I don't know. I mean, I didn't pay attention to what was used out by people in the business. And so I went to Sears and bought a Craftsman rider and I wanted something decently big and a bagger just in case I had to bag I you know whatever leaves and so the first two years I used that and found out wow that's really slow um but I uh (laughs) so I got ramps from Harbor Freight I would have to take every time like I only had a few people like here a couple and side by side in the neighborhood and then a couple miles over here so every time I had to transport I would have to make sure I wasn't I was flat or not downhill to have the mower run away so I'd have to take the deck off, obviously, oh, you know, man. so, and I'd had to pull it out from under. It has the cat, the, the anti-scalp wheels that you could use to kind of roll it. Okay. But I would get the Harbor Freight ramps, the aluminum ones, and then take the deck off, push the mower up into the Astro van. 
a 54 inch a Craftsman rider, yeah. the deck. I mean, they varied, but a good size one at the time, brand new uh, Craftsman riding lawnmower. And then take the deck, come over to the sliding door, put the deck, lift it up, tilt it in, and put it between the front of the mower and the driver and passenger seat because I took all the I took the two bench seats out mm-hmm. for when I had to mow. Right. And then try and then slide the ramps in beside everything. Go to my next yard, pull everything out, roll the mower back out, pull the deck out. You know, it attached fairly quickly with the hooks. Yeah. And put the belt back on. Man. And then mow again. Wow. So this is this is like, I guess. Wow, that is I'm really dedicated. I'm really story. dedicated. And then, and then in 07, I was looking around for small utility trailers. I, you know, I knew I wanted like that seven to twelve, nothing too small. I think I remember hearing a story. Brian might have started even smaller, like whatever, a ten footer or whatever, mm. eight footer. I don't know. Yeah, just I had big, a five just, by ten. He probably yeah, had a four five, by eight or yeah, something. or something <laughs> like that, just big enough for your mower. Yeah. And then, because I think he had a walk behind, didn't he? Yeah, start just up? like me. Yeah. Yeah. We, we had this very eerily similar. similar setups and startup stories, except I, he wasn't in corporate, re, he was in retail right. like I was, but st- everything else is like very similar. Yeah. He was into management, like food service and beat up. He, he worked at True Green right before. Oh, True Green. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And, and then eventually he was like, I'm just going to start mowing lawns, doing my yeah. own thing. But, but I mean like, like we both had a, an old F-150, we okay. had, you know, small yep. open trailer, walk by, he had an Mark. I had a Toro. Like, yeah. It's just like following the, the he gets a new truck, I get a new truck, he gets an Closed trailer. I you know. I mean, people think I'm following him, but really, it was just I was thinking about it probably early, just like he was. And no, it was just, he just happened to pull the, the trigger. Way he's blowing up. You're like, oh, I guess I'm following him. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's off. He's off. You know, hobnobbing and flying around the country and going, in his private jets, and right? Going up yeah. to Utah. You know, yeah. first class, first class. First I mean, class, I know. Yeah, I know. Paul's still trying to get first class, but anyway, <laughs> once you I go can't. first class, you can't go back, man. Yeah. I got. I had so many points from uh, this is way off the beaten path here but the, someone might appreciate this but what we um all the get to know the pro traveling i did i signed up for you know um delta like points rewards or whatever and all that kind of stuff so i eventually by the end of the year got enough points that like i achieved whatever like their first level of like you know, status like silver you know medallion yeah. or something whatever the heck it was and i randomly got a notification that they upgraded my upgraded my seat like it's like a like i guess there's like that a box that you can check if you early on if you want upgrades or something and i and I, all the stuff just i just left it checked or didn't even really yeah. pay attention and they randomly upgraded me to first class it was like like probably like my last trip out to go to someone's shop and film and get to know the pro like, what yeah i think it was when i was going to actually actually going to texas when i was trying to start back up season two before covid happened it was oh. in february and i went out to tyler texas to do marvin salcedo that's the most viewed um get to know the pro episode that i had but it was season two and i think it was that it was like the last trip i just remember because i was like Man, I'm yeah, first class. Now. Yeah, first Whoa. class. But like after that, man, it's hard to sit back and coach. It, it's like I mean, I've only it's, done whatever. I've never done first class. Yeah, it, it, it's, it is a big difference. I mean, unless you're on like a you know a rinky dink plane, but if, you know if you're sure. going like a, if you're getting in like a, an Airbus, you know, yeah. or 757 or something, you know the the the, the three and three seaters yeah. and coach type deal. Uh, first class is where it's at, man. Instead you don't want to sit the, anywhere. You're packed in the, oh, in the back, man. and you're like, excuse me, uh, or 
where I can yeah. get out. I mean, not then, only do you have like, you know, the room obviously, and it's like your own private space almost. The person sitting next to you like doesn't even exist, it seems like, because you have your own, there's just so much space. You have your own like pull out like, room. Yeah. Like, hey, I got some room, buddy. Look at this. You we have your own trays sleep. that come out of the armrest and flip over and extend, and you can just have your own like workspace with your laptop. And you don't feel like when you put it back, like, gosh, I'm probably annoying that guy, yeah, right? No, you sure don't. <laughs> I'm you in know, his lap. Nice cushy like, seats, but, but, but really, it's yeah. beyond, but really, it's beyond that. So that to me, that's that's nice. But I almost feel like that's superficial and 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 bougie and whatnot. Yeah. But really, it's all of the conveniences that you get with first yes. class. You get on and off first. Yep. You get your own personal flight attendant. You get free this, free that. Because you say free, quote unquote, right. but you already paid. I got you know a free upgrade, but usually you have to pay like triple the amount of your ticket, your seat to sit yeah. in first class. But you get like premium food. You know if the flight is long enough you get like an actual oh, meal amenities yeah oh, yeah. yeah i got I like like a burrito it was like breakfast i got like this massive breakfast <laughs> burrito little, instead of little, hey here's a pretzel bag for you yeah here's a pretzel bag of salsa water i was like whatever i want whatever yeah. alcohol or, soft drinks and real glasses real plates real silverware yeah, was, yeah. so it, it was the experience yeah. that was totally different exactly you weren't like, like you know like cramped up in this little thing next to scary people praying for yeah. the flight to be over as yeah. fast as it's possible. Like, come on. Oh no, we're <laughs> delayed on the on the runway. Darn it. Yes. Exactly. It's like this this flight was already going to be long and now it's like yeah. we have a 30 minute delay. Right. So it's all it, it was all the th- it's just all those things that kind of ro- combine together yeah. for the experience. And I'm like, yeah. man, I can never sit coach now. This is awful. Like, so are you, <laughs> which, which I do though. I do. I mean, I say, do. Yeah. it's not I, like now I you're in tra- first class forever. No, no, no. I haven't even, tra- <laughs> since then there wasn't any traveling, right? Yeah, COVID shut down. But every, as it's opened up, I've gone on a couple of trips. I went on one with my wife and then one with my family. So, I mean, you know, we, we fly. You went on you know, a cruise, coach. right? Yeah. 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 That, that was no, my that's family. When but I we wish, had to fly down to Florida to get on the cruise. your wife happy birthday. Oh, nice. When you posted stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She responded yeah, thank back. Thanks. I need yeah. to meet her sometime. <laughs> she, yeah, she was here for Mulchmate last year, but um, yeah. Oh, well. But anyway. Yeah. You know, um, we yeah, digress. But, right, we digress. <laughs> I did travel a couple times and coach is, is, is what it is. It's yeah. back, back to normal, back yeah. to reality. Yep. It's like, okay, that was, oh, that oh, was man. nice. But when oh. you're with your kids, it's not that bad. Or your wife, you're just all cuddled up together. It's yeah. like, whatever. It's when you're sitting with a bunch of strangers and yeah. you're like, ah, oh, and they're and breathing course- heavy and... Uh, there was one. F- what the, we're really digressing. But yeah, I, this, so. this, this one last story. I, th- I think this people one are overall th- enjoying it. Yeah. Or will enjoy it. Excuse me. Possibly. <laughs> the, 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 there, there was one f- final thing. There was one flight that. Um, because, you know, I was flying Delta also because I wanted to get, like, all the points and stuff. But oh, Delta's It more... wasn't because Paul always flies yeah. Delta. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I was just trying to take take advantage of the opportunity. I was going to be doing a ton of flying. I might as well get the most rewards out of yeah. it. You know, and, and I actually got enough points. Um, like, so you get enough points to, like, get upgraded to, to the different levels. And then you have that. But but the points were still just accumulating. And then I had enough for a free flight for my wife and I. There you um, go. Before, so like the, the, there was another trip before COVID, but that was my wife and I. We took like a four or five day trip to Mexico or something, and it was free. We just had to pay for the place where we stayed. Wow. So, so that worked out. So that That's was all part of hundreds of, my, of dollars. Yeah, so that was all part of my master plan. But what I just said that to say that when we go on family trips, we don't fly Delta <laughs> no. because it's a little more expensive. Yeah. So my wife finds the best, most affordable things to get the most out of our vacation, not out of our flight. Right? right. We don't want to yeah. waste our money on flights and all that no. kind of nonsense. We want to put it all in the actual experience of the vacation 
vacation destination. So I say all that to say that the, whatever flight, it, I don't even remember what airline it was, but it's one that you can't even pick your seats. Okay. So we They're got just, like you're on the flight. Yeah, you, you just there just wear like like well you got to line up and it, it's just wacky. Line I don't up even, like yeah, a, get your get in the lineup. It's like it's a, I think they give you the seat like that like when you're there like you know like, here go. it is here's, here's your seat your and you just and, and my my kids Random. and my wife got to sit together fortunately in three seats you know and, and I had to sit by myself aisle. across the aisle with two random strangers so which have fun guys yeah I'm over here which, which which is normal par for the course right? right but but I got stuck halfway through the flight with the a very large man next to me that was in the middle seat taking up like you know oh. more than he needed and to so from both even people on he either wasn't side touching of him. you just his he was Body on there, me everywhere, gonna... and he fell asleep. Oh. So he was like, like laying on me, yeah. snoring with and his mask like, on. Sir, and... sir, you want to nudge and yeah. kind of like and uh, like room? His mask would randomly come off, and the flight attendant would come over and wake him up and tell him to put it on. And the, whoever he was with was in front of him. I don't know if that was his girlfriend or his wife, but she was in the seat in front of us. So like eventually, she would like the flight attendant told him, "I'm not going to tell him one more time. His mask needs to so be covered." So did you switch? No, oh. I, no, because the whole. I was surrounded by this entire family. I realized they were all together, <laughs> and your your family's and like, over here. Yeah, hey, and I'm like, I what adopted is... <laughs> this new family for the flight? Yeah, like, I'm like, what the hey, guys? But this guy's over here. The mask situation, getting yelled at constantly, sleeping through the whole thing. Like his his the girl, his wife, whatever, kept reaching over, like almost practically in my face <laughs> to like lift his mask back so, up. So not and he's only still did, sleeping. So not only did you have him invading your space, right, I had her, you had her. her. Like, Excuse me, she's like here. Uh, let me get my whatever. Yeah. And you're just but, like, but I just the- want to relax, please. You're in <laughs> yeah. my face. He's on me. Please. Here's the final straw, though. I didn't even get to the best part. Toro's brand new battery-powered Revolution Series products are changing the lawn care industry. With all-day runtime from the innovative Hypercell battery system, you can expect to power through your entire day, every day. Head to revolution.toro.com to see how Toro is transforming the game with the latest equipment innovations. Or click the link tree in the episode description to get you there fast. What's going on, guys? I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Kohler's Lawn and Landscape Society Conference. The event is now scheduled for August 28th through the 31st in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. There's going to be education, speakers, networking opportunities, swag, equipment demos, live panel. Spencer's Lawn Care is going to have a live panel discussion with Kevin Hansen, the Lawn Care Juggernaut, Brian Shane with Top Notch Lawn Care, Mike Andes with Augusta Lawn Care, Randy Haskell with Countryside Lawn Care, Caleb and Brittany Allman with Almond Landscape and the Kid Contractor Podcast, Brad Bear with Copper Creek Cuts, Paul Jameson with the Green Industry Podcast, and myself. For more information and to register, as well as to view videos from 2020's LLS event, visit LawnLandscapeSociety.com or click the link tree in this episode's notes to get you there fast. Hope to see you there. I just, I'm like on my phone or whatever, and I just feel something on my leg, and I look down, and this lady's hand, a totally different lady, <laughs> like some elderly hand, is just like, you know, going Hello. in between the seat, just on, just resting on my, on my, on my between knee. The seat? <laughs> like, you're like, hello, uh, a little space here. This, this is a little a personal invasion yeah, here. I'm like, what is, how do you not know that your hand is on someone's leg? She's I'm out. like, what is she doing? <laughs> she probably, she might have taken, because she doesn't like, here's my she guess. She turns sideways 
she was sitting sideways in the seat just okay. so that you can understand what I'm saying. Like illustrate. Yeah. And her hand was just like she just like stretched and, it out. And, and maybe it was just, she was just out she because she took was, something yeah. to help her get through the flight. She was just knocked out. Oh she did man! Gone. So I'm surrounded by this whole family invading my personal space, and they had a little kid, a little girl <laughs> that would that would also pop up and just stare at me. And I felt like she probably looked at me and thought, like this poor man. And then you looked just, over your family going. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm. Uh, it's me over here. I'm taking it for yeah. all you guys. They here. had no idea that I was taking it for the team. They were, were oblivious. They were what all a, watching what movies a, together and having a good old what time. A, what a gamer there. It's like, oh, I'll take man. it. But shortly yes. after that hand situation, all the announcements of like, we're going to be landing soon. So put all your seats and trays and everything up. Yeah. And it was really loud and lights come bong, on. And, bong, and the lady whatever. was like, oh, and like got up and moved. And I'm just like, oh, I feel like, you know, I, I need an apology for this or something. <laughs> you just, like, there's too man. much personal space invasion here. You just like, ah, Seriously. I just, uh, I mean, we're all cramped, but this was going beyond that. Yeah. A hundred percent. You're like, please Woo. don't have it. This can be hopefully the first and last time. Yeah. For a flight like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow, this was fun. We yeah. digressed, but yeah, hey, that, hopefully, that... hopefully you'll all that when you listen to this, you'll thoroughly enjoy this. Yeah, hopefully. So or br- just br- not <laughs> terribly hate it too much and be annoyed. But anyways. <laughs> so br- so br- so bringing it back, we were talking about how it was just like I, I was just following it, Brian and I yeah. were following similar setups yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah. At any rate, and you, but you were saying you eventually moved in, you got a trailer, yes, a small I did. trailer to get uh, fit the, the craftsman. So you yeah, have to, to do the, the craftsman on in 07, but I, it's, I drove to, I think it was central Kentucky to buy the trailer from Ann Arbor, Michigan area. It was, I think wow. about a five hour drive. But why I did that is because, you make business investments choice. So I looked around Ann Arbor area and for that same trailer, they wanted, I would have had to spend somewhere in the neighborhood of $500 more mm-hmm. than what I found in, in Kentucky. I found it for like $770, which was everything up here was like 12 something for, you know, the equivalent. Um, and even at tractor supply, stuff like this, I was like, I'm breaking into this. I don't, yeah, I have to travel, but in that time going back and forth at currently as a solo operator, I knew I couldn't make $500 like to, you know, I knew that trip and, and I didn't have the work anyways lined up. So there's a free day. Mm-hmm. So I'm saving, I'm taking a trip like 300 miles away, whatever it was or somewhere in that neighborhood. So 600 round trip, but I'm saving like $550. That's going to go. My time is, I have more flexibility with my time than cash flow at the moment. So I'm going to do that and get a trailer now. So that's going to save me ridiculously loading and unloading out of a van, a decent size piece of equipment. And so once I did that and then I had the trailer and unfortunately my father passed away after heart surgery operation in 08, the start of 08. And I was willed a chunk of money. So then I, which I still have to this day, which is pretty incredible. A 2008 Hustler Super Z 66 inch deck on its second mower. It's had some hydro pumps worked on, you know, the pumps and stuff worked on, but it needs a new seat. The seat has finally met its match. It's gone, but no suspension whatsoever. But I, I invested in that. And then, you know, that took my business to the next level. And that's why I made a decision 
I know most people like the 52 or the 54 inch because it's kind of a happy medium. It'll do some smaller lawns, but yet it'll still is big enough for some bigger lawns. But I went with Hustler because of its kind of bulletproofness more than its cut efficiency or not efficiency, but the cutting decks. Toros right. are better. Some are better than right. others. Right. But it got like A's for just run forever. And mine has had repairs that aren't out of the ordinary and it's rusty, but trusty. I call it. Still. You know, <laughs> nice. I should probably I like paint that. I should paint that it should up be the little. name of the episode. Rusty, rusty or trusty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I went into that because I'm like, I'm solo. The, the yards that are going to make me the most money are the bigger size yards open, not fenced in. And with a 66 inch super Z, even back in 08, they, the fast, they're going to, I'm going to cut more grass. And so that's how I'm going to maximize my manpower. And so I went with that and, you know, loaded that on, you know, just single axle, but one mower on a six by 12 mm-hmm. and then pulled that around. And then I also, at the same time, inherited my dad's F-350. So, um, with a plow. And so I just, and then the business built, you know, grew off that. Now there was a thing that kind of set me back is I got equipment from being inherited money. And so, and I was new in the business and not a great worker could do, you know, great work, but didn't have the business and knowledge to know that you got to set aside X amount because that mower and that truck's going to need to be repaired. There's going to be more things to be purchased and you can't base what you're bringing in on a living wage for you and your family. Mm. There's got to be that extra cash tucked away for repairs. So you're not going, um, Oh, we just maxed out all the credit card. Oh, well now I'm going to have to go without because I can't, don't have the money until I get more money to fix something. So then you're, so I, I went through that phase kind of 2012, 13, four, you know, in there. And then, right. and then you start going, okay. I was also under probably bidding and charging what I should. So it's a learning curve. And now over the last four or five years, I've gotten back out of that. So we do have more, I mean, we're still, I still want to grow it. It's still certain times of the year between when things break down and certain things, you're kind of struggling, but it's better. It's on, and the business has grown. We've probably since 2000 started 17 season through today, we're probably doubled what our gross, gross income. So, and obviously we start out small, but still, I mean, I don't know this year, it kind of slowed down some over last year, but we, the previous three seasons, we grew about 20, low 20%. So we're doing something right. I still want to make this business even bigger and keep growing it to the point where we might be forced at least seasonally to pick up another person or two to get us through because I'm not, I'll never be, unless I go into the commercial snow end, which is still iffy, to have people full-time. I have enough work. Like, and when I say, you know, currently I think my business with me and my son was two sons. You know, we do probably now around 150,000 with the business, you know, gross revenue. But that's all, most of that, like 90% or 95% of that comes April through November. So we're talking an eight month window. So for an eight month window, for just being a small 
lawn company is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like you average somewhere upper teens a month, a thousands, like 18, sometimes $22,000 months. Mm-hmm. But it's just that where we're at, the snow end of it is what, but that's why I want to get what I um, was telling somebody here earlier is try to invest smartly in equipment to get like a dump trailer, a debris loader, so we can start maximizing our fall cleanups, our spring cleanups, so we can do be so much more time efficient with the two of us. Right. Because like you say, if you can do it and afford the equipment, the equipment is going to typically, in almost all cases, way out benefit hiring people. Right. Because there's the whole Absolutely. payroll, the hiring... Yeah. And the, and Calling the above, out, above getting call. sick. Well, yeah. And it's like, you know that if that you buy good equipment, you keep it maintained, there's occasional stuff that you can't control. Right. But you know, it's, it's going to show up and work it's without gonna crying be, and complaining. It's going to be at the storage site or where you have to have it to be picked every up day. every day. Yep. And, it's it, not gonna and you're going to be complain. the one that holds it back, right? <laughs> exactly. Because you're like, I'm too tired or maybe it's too cold. No, I got to get out there and work. Yeah. You know, and so. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so the business has just grown. And I know that just from looking at our business, I know even with two of us, we can, we still have room to grow because you can, there's like route density. There's like stuff that we're not being as efficient as we should be maximizing our week better, rearranging our routes from year to year, because, you know, don't just get set there. Cause if you kind of look at it, maybe you can gain an hour or two on certain days. Well, that hour and two on every week for the course of eight months or six months, that can bring you in another several thousand dollars. Yeah. That pays for a lot of your operating expenses, like a lease on a truck or storage rental or, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good stuff, <laughs> man. That's exciting to hear. You got, got a lot of, yeah. a lot of business experience and knowledge and, yeah. and, and, and gaining more and more as I get involved the last couple of years with social media and meeting you and seeing you and taking, you know, hearing stuff and, yeah. and growing. Awesome. Well, it's time to face the music here. Oh, you got no. you got to pick a pick a pot a pod deck. Here, a me, a pod deck question. Yeah. <laughs> here here go. we go. Here we go. I'm gonna pick the perfect one for me to answer. All right. You have to read it out loud. If you had to delete all but three apps from your smartphone, which ones would you keep? Man, we're getting some interesting ones today. Well, never been this pulled. is mm, apps. This is going to be two of them. I know right off the bat that I would keep. Ooh, two. No, one for sure. Absolutely, one for sure is my Instagram. <laughs> I have I have come to like Instagram and going back. I thank Brian because he steered me into Instagram because that's the only way I could. I, he wouldn't allow me to communicate through text to him. Mm-hmm. He said, I don't answer text. I'm like, okay, well, let's create an Instagram. And now almost two years later, I love it. I post, I got almost 4,000 followers. It's fun. You meet new people, you message people that they're not even from, I bet if I looked at it, there's probably like, probably half that aren't even, or more that aren't really in the lawn landscape, or at least half. Cause I get people, I'm like, oh, you want to follow? Oh, thanks for following me. You're, you're like are people in art, right? everything, you know? Yeah. So anyways, so Instagram has to stay. I guess Facebook too. I, I was on Facebook more like Instagram better, but Facebook, I got some, I'm also into fitness too. So some fitness groups that I follow people on yeah. and, and give support yeah. and motivation. And it's cool. It's just a, another social Avenue. You're giving some good ones, man. Those, so, those are two of the three that I would, that, that I always recommend anyone that wants to get on social media. Those that's two of the three that I recommend. Like the big, I have the yeah. big oh, three. 
Okay. Well, then I... I don't yeah. know if you'll pick the third one. It's probably more of a personal choice for you, but... Yeah. So the third one that I would have to keep on my phone, because I love music, it would have to be my YouTube music. Well, then that means you'd have to have the YouTube app. So that's exactly yeah, what... You go. got okay. three of three. Yeah. So, wow. I mean, I do... I, okay. Yeah. I... <laughs> I would keep it. I didn't even think of that because I've, I've been so focused on Instagram lately and posting there. And I, and I, I do love watching YouTube videos, particularly, I mean, I'm into baseball, so I do that some and people that review baseball stuff, but, um, but yeah, YouTube. So yeah, YouTube, yeah, the, I would, those are the I big would three. have to keep you, I would, they all have their purpose and well, Facebook, especially this. for connecting with people, groups are yes. great. You well, know, you that's what really the best thing messenger, Facebook is. Even with people that you customers, right? I mean, yeah. on occasion, it's not big, but right. You know, they'll message you or they say, "Hey, yeah, there's you know. a lot of options." Yeah, for sure. And then, Instagram and you, is a lot of peer to peer. I mean, you can obviously do business stuff too, but it's a lot of networking so and peer to peer. And those all that. are the yeah. three for you. Those are my top. Three. Yeah, I could get rid of everything, even technically, because I, I have it on, but don't use it. Like you know, you got your fitness watch and the Fit app. It's nice, but I've gotten myself so in my own routine that I've found that I'm my own best motivator. Yeah. So it's like, oh, there you go. Yeah. So nice. anyways, good. That's go. good stuff, man. All right. Well, thanks for coming all the way out from Michigan. Is it wow. worth it so far? I mean, we've still got plenty of time, so oh, it's, it's not over yet. Nope. I still got to hit Paul because I've got three of the four podcasters here. There you so go. Dan Wheeler and then Almonds. Yeah. And now you and now I got, you know, Paul, oh. though, he's the big star here. You know, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's the like big podcasting everybody star. Everybody wants to get in on him. Yeah. Paul, uh, he just hit a million downloads. A million, a million downloads. So the, a million people have listened or, or his podcast wow. has been what, listened to a million times. I'm sure people have listened to it multiple times, but when did he start this? Like a couple years ago? Yeah. A couple years Two, ago, but it really only ramped up, I think about year. a year or so yeah. ago. Yeah. For, for a while it was kind of sporadic and he didn't only had a few people listening and he was posting it whenever, cause he's still in lawn yeah. care. And so he dialed that back and, and went, you know, all in on podcasts, but he should tell you the whole story. Speaking of somebody just real quickly, this big is blew up that I found out at GI. And I thank him for the hundred dollars. Is uh, Lawn Juggernaut? Yeah, Kevin Hansen. Well, yeah, I I first started like he only really got on YouTube like two years ago or somewhere in that time frame. I remember when he just started, moved to Oklahoma. Yeah, moved into his new place. He was talking about how yeah he had been was, on YouTube for a few years, yeah, but it but wasn't no, really much he, of anything until recently. He started posting lawn care stuff, and, and now then, he's and like then he went to the whole fifty thousand. Yeah, well, because he was doing vlogging and all that, yeah. like it was kind of a slow growth, and then he then then the whole like um you know. Uh, like the, the mowing, like overgrown properties yes. for like elderly people yep. and people that are having hard times that just really took off. So because over the summer, I think the last time I started or last time I really followed stuff was like last winter or something. And I knew he was growing and then hearing him at uh, GIE, yeah. I was like, he's like, or, or Paul, like, cause out in the crowd and he's like, Oh, you're blown up. And I'm like, what? And I looked on my phone. I'm like, 300,000. Where did this come from? Like yeah. a year ago, he was like maybe 2,000. 2,000. Yeah. And right. I was like, Oh, yeah. you're doing well for yourself. Sir. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he found, he found the right, he found the right lever to, to pull for his channel, yeah. like in what works and, 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 and it makes him, uh, it brings like, what's the right word? Like, um, he, he, he's flexibility. No, no, no. I'm, trying, I'm trying to say like, he, he's, he's grateful for the opportunity to be able to help these, all these people, these yes. properties and all this stuff. Like, because you he know, makes good money now. Well, off well, YouTube? Yeah. Well, not only, not, I know. Yeah. I mean like he's like, he, it's satisfying. That's not the right yeah, okay. word that I'm trying to say, but um, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, ma it, it makes him feel like he's 
making a difference by right. helping clean up these properties for okay. people that are unfortunate. They're so disabled. What they're elderly. Is on now. Yeah, that's like all of his content, and it's blown up. He's getting gets wow. millions of views per video now because <laughs> it's like super overgrown properties. Yeah. That he, it turns into a beautiful property, like you know, like weeds and trees, and yeah. like the I grass mean, is turning into tr weeds are turning into trees in these he, people's he's yards. Got that combination, obviously, people like to see people like helping, helping charity. Yes. He's giving but back then transformation. Yeah. It's the combination the is like it's satisfying. This is, this is you. It's the this like that's why I love fall cleanups and mulch and yard cleanups because you see you take something somebody's let it go or a new house they bought and it wasn't taken care of. And you just before and after, and you're like, this is what it is now. I did this. Wow. Yeah. That's just so cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so a nice <laughs> shout out to Kevin yeah. Hansen there. Hey, a little... <laughs> yeah. Plugging everybody. Hey, it's the podcast summit. There you, know, you go. Social media. Plugging everybody. Good job, Long Care <laughs> Juggernaut. I'll be seeing you in a month or so okay. at uh, the uh, Kohler event there in February. We'll be talking oh, about Oh, you're going that. to a uh, Lawn Landscape Society event? Yep. Yes, sir. Uh, a whole bunch of us. Paul, Should I go? Paul, Caleb. I went to it's up to you, man. Should it's I go? I went to the first. You I did? Was, I was one of the inaugural 100. Well, I mean, I, I would assume when you go once, you got to go every time, yeah, but that's up to you. It's not It's not a free event, so I'm no. not going to recommend anyone I, do I anything. I drove last time, so I'm a driver. I'm committed. I drove 950 miles wow. round trip. Yeah, so that's on you. If you thought it was worth it and think it'll be worth it, I know that it was it's, a bigger great time. And, it's bigger and better this year. There's yes. more people. Me, Caleb, Paul, Top Notch yeah. is going to be there. Juggernaut's going to be there. Notch. Spencer's always there. Top uh, Notch it, is... Top Notch Lawn Care, Brian Shane. Brian Shane. That's yeah. what I was going to say. From yeah. Missouri. No. Yeah. Yes. No, from, uh, is he Missouri or? Kansas. Kansas. Wichita, Kansas. Wichita, Kansas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I knew it was so, out in that. Yeah. Area. Yeah, there's a whole okay. there's a whole guest list. Brad Bear, Copper, Copper Creeks, I believe. Oh. Remember him? See, when I went there, there was um Wally from Beach River. Yeah. There that, was, yeah, that was the inaugural one. There was Spencer's, now, Ricky yeah. Plemons. And who's the gentleman out in on the West Coast? I'm not sure, but but this year, so there's yeah. also Randy Haskell with Countryside Lawn Care. Oh, Mike Countryside, Andy. he's yeah. a skag man. Yeah, he's from New York, man. Yep. He's he's an OG. He's been in the community forever. Yep. Uh, I'm excited to be be able to hang out with him again. I saw him at the GIE, of course, but that's so hectic that you know yeah. it's it's hard to really sit down with people. So hopefully we'll be hanging out uh, there. Mike Andes with Augusta Lawn Care. Have you seen a lot of Mike Andes? Got the yellow shirt. He's all over social media. He's been a guest speaker at. Some I know events. I've seen some. He was at Brian's event. He, or no, 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 no. He was at um he was at Spencer Bash. Um, he was one of the this speakers year? there. Yeah, this See, year. See, I missed this year because I didn't hear about it till. Almonds posted saying, yeah. Hey, oh, I can't. They were gonna be I there, was at yeah. the first one and I won uh, the. <laughs> you win everything. I remember you no, telling me that. I won, yeah. I won the uh, the Toro Turf Master, the 30 inch. Yeah. And then um, Scott from Acme, uh -huh. he lives 50 miles south of me. I had the Fiesta. I'm like, Okay, this is cool. I won this. How am I getting it back from Cleveland area yeah. or, or south of Cleveland? Right. It's like 200 miles. And Scott's like, Oh, well, I brought my truck and my coworker. You, I'll bring it. Let's load it up, put it in the back of my pickup. And so he said, when you get home, get in your truck and drive down and pick it up from me. That's so really I did cool. That. Talk that about night. networking, yeah, right? That's, that's networking so awesome. Right there. Yeah. So th there's a huge guest list going there. So there's, there's mm -hmm. a lot, lot of folks that are going to be there and it's, and the tour of the headquarters is nice. I'll let everybody yeah. know where they make the, all the, well, the bigger, the Kohler, the pro commands. Yeah. So those. there's, you know, education, guest speakers, networking opportunities. There's going to be giving out free swag to everybody that goes there, equipment demos yep. and the live panel with all of us. Yeah. I and they're having listed, like a, so. if you sign up for the third day, like 
tech instructions or how to work on the Kohler engines and give you like, yeah. So that's yeah. cool. Well, since we plugged the mess out of this event, <laughs> let's just finish plugging finish it. it off. It's February 20th through the 24th in Hattiesburg, Missouri. No, I mean, Mississippi. I'm sorry, Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> I saw MS and I just... <laughs> You said Missouri before you got Missouri, me all messed see, up. Yeah, I put it in your head. <laughs> um, but it's the Lawn and Landscape Society Conference. It's open for registration now. It's brought to you, of course, by Kohler Engines. I know Spencer Lawn Care, Sean and Savannah Spencer do a lot of work with that event with Kohler. They do a great job. So they're going to be there, of course. They're going to be putting on the uh, the live panel discussion with all of us that I listed, which is me, Top Notch, Mike Andes, um, Randy Haskell with Countryside, uh, of course, Caleb and Brittany Allman I mentioned, Paul Jamison, Brad Bear with Copper Creek Huts. And if you want more information, I will put the link in this show's notes so that you can just go ahead and click on click on that link tree and it'll take you right there for all the information so that you can uh, research it for yourself and see if you want to make that trip. It's coming in another month and yeah, a half. Yeah, a little over. Yeah, a little so, five weeks. Yeah. Yep, so there's still time for you to make your plans. So by the time you listen to this podcast, probably be a month. So you, you, you'll uh, have... You'll still have time, so I don't know. Maybe I'll see you there. Maybe yeah. I won't, but well, I'll, uh, I'll see Kevin there. Was the whole initial point of my story? Funny. I'll see Kevin. Oh, we we digressed yeah. again. We went down more rabbit holes. See so. me, I just I since I went to the first one, now I feel guilty if I don't hit them all. Because you know, yeah. when you hit the first, if you don't hit the first, well, because one, they only get better. You know, bigger, know. better, or just better. You know, so but that's it's me. The thing. It's like you I feel was going to miss out. I was a comic collector, so once you got the first comic in a series. If you didn't get them all, it was not complete. Yeah. So I kind of look. Man, you, went, you went to the first one. It, it's like first class. You can't go back now. You gotta I know. Go. I'll see you there, man. <laughs> yeah, see <laughs> right. you. I'll right. see you there. All yeah. right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Kohler and uh, Dawson Manufacturing, home of the Mulch Mate, for for supporting the podcast summit. Thank you to the Toro Company for uh, sponsoring the LCR Media Podcast. And I will catch you guys in the next episode. This is the Lawn Care Rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.